Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 15th. This is episode 91. And my name is Logan, joined by my good friend Adam. What up, man? How's it going, boss? How was your week? Uh, it's going. It's going. Um, <laughs> back to work now, full time. So it's, you know, I had a few weeks there off because of my voice and whatnot. Oh, man, just getting used to everything again and still not being able to talk as well, but it's getting better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, it's It's been flu season up here. Like, everybody's had a touch of something the last, like, week or two, it seems like. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, same here, same with my family. Seems to be going around. Yeah, well, so then this is going to be a fun one between the pair of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and on top of that, I decided I wanted to hurt myself and pick up Neo. Oh? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I guess I'll talk about that a little bit later, but man, it it is just rough. It's probably one of the hardest games I've ever played. Wow. Yeah. It took me hours just to get to the first boss. Um, it is insane, yeah. I've never really played, like, a Ninja Gaiden game, but apparently it's a lot like that. I found it a lot like Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see the similarities. Yeah, where it's, like, it's got shrines, and, you know, you you get killed, you go all the way back to that shrine, and it's very much like like Bloodborne and what the Souls, Souls games, I guess, are like. Um, but, man, it is... It is rough. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it sounds kind of like the original Ninja Gaiden, because those games were notorious for just being controller breaking ridiculous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Feels good though. The gameplay is solid. Um, mechanics are solid. Anytime I die, I know why I died. It's like a, you really have to like train yourself to not rush in and figure out how you're gonna take on each enemy. Right, and you don't feel like you were cheated. You're like, oh, that was garbage. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, now you're talking. Yeah. yeah, I doubt I'll ever finish it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll see how far I can get before I hit a wall. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, I'll, I'll throw up a, a quick apology about the last week's episode because uh, we had, I know you had oh, your yeah. power go out. We were yeah. like we we got halfway through and it was like oh yeah the storms like it took out the power and we're like oh shit what do we do yeah. so I, I I very hastily tacked on that that piece of the the Force Awakens edit and I know the quality was a huge switch and I'm sorry for everybody that threw off but you know at the at the last second it was like okay we got to do this thing real fast <laughs> oh yeah but, uh, yeah that was not fun yeah. But you know we got one out, so that's a plus. This yeah. is this is why we need to do like some more little bonus episodes, so we can just in case. It's true. That's a yeah. It'd be cool if we like you know after the um, the big wrestling events, if we do like <laughs> the four big ones a year, we can do like a mini episode after those. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that would be all right. Yeah, because it seems like there's usually enough material after, like, SummerSlam or Mania. Uh, I imagine, especially after Mania, there will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to do it. And I've, I've, I've got some ideas rattling about that. I'll talk to you when we're, when we're on break. I got some, some thoughts. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> so, you know, that's never a good sign. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I don't know. Guess what? We'll just 
jump into it this week. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, Avengers Infinity War little production teaser they put up? How cool was that? It's awesome. I love like it opened and it's like there's Tom Holland, there's Robert Downey Jr. and there's Chris Pratt. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> right right like oh yeah exactly the three people you want to see at the beginning is something like this yep oh yeah it reminded me of um star wars did one of those little things for the force awakens oh yeah like they they did yeah like the first day of filming thing i remember when they did that yeah 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 that was really cool i, I really love stuff like that wish more movies did it yeah right yeah yeah, someone's got to be documenting the whole process for this because how many years in the making it's been, you know? Right, like we've been we've been building to it since I don't know. Oh, and I think Yeah. Is that when the first Iron Man came out? Yeah. I think so. Okay. But, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, 2008. Yep. Craziness, man. Almost 10 years. That's a, yeah, yeah. that's a hell of a slow burn, really. Yeah, yeah. And hats off to 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 everybody in the in, in that whole writing pantheon that they've had for not just for the behind the scenes stuff like stitching the story together, but to make sure each movie fit in that mythology while still being its own stuff. Like that's a that's a hell of a high wire act to to walk. Yeah, so my, that's my hats, for sure. My hats off to them big time. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I can't wait. When does that? When does that come out? Uh, um, that's is that? That's next year, right? It's got to be. Yeah. So it'll have been uh, it'll have been ten years and. Yeah, 2018. That's crazy. Yeah, because we've got Spider-Man and Thor this year. Right. And something else, don't we have? Uh, Logan. That's right. That's in yeah. what, like a week, isn't it? Yeah, that comes out pretty soon. Yeah, it's in the yeah. I think it's just in like one or two weeks. Yeah, that's <clears> madness. <throat> I am coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> Should be good. Yeah, right. I hope so. Like just that by might... the the trailer quality we've seen, like all right, this is this is gonna be bleak and awesome at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Just hope it doesn't go the way of the. Uh... Of um, the Superman. You remember how I loved that Superman trailer? Yeah. And then I went to the movie and I was like, "Oh no, Man of Steel! What happened?" I hope it's not like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all did because it was. I mean, it was you know basically just like him with the cape, and like right. that was kind of it. And it was like, "Wow, that looks really cool." Right. And then we saw the rest of the movie, and you were like, "Oh shit." Yep. <laughs> like that was yeah, that was a movie. <laughs> But yeah, still definitely one of my favorite trailers ever. It was yeah. fantastic. DC oh, yeah. DC makes good trailers. The Suicide Squad trailer was awesome too. That's true. That's actually really true. Yeah. And the little Batman vs. Superman Comic-Con teaser was great. Yeah. Where it was just him at the light and the armor with Superman in the sky. Like, that was awesome. And then you saw the rest of the eight-hour movie that went around it. Yep, they make great trailers. <laughs> uh, Just well, can't stick the landing. Uh, no, not to, not at all. But, you know, here's hoping that, you know, uh, well, there's no hope for Justice League. 
Um, there is probably no hope for the Flash. <laughs> yeah, it looks bad. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe the Batman will be all right. Did you see they got a new uh, a new director? No, who is it? Matt Reeves, guy who did uh, oh, okay. Cloverfield and War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, okay, I liked both of those movies. Yeah, did you see that uh, the reports are saying that now that they've got a new director, they're going to start it from the ground up? Mm, wow, yeah. I don't know what to think about that. I, I mean, you kind of you have to, right? I Well, I mean, not necessarily. Just because you bring on a new director doesn't mean you have to change everything from scratch. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, that's, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, this, that's the same thing they're doing with The Flash. You know, it's getting a page one rewrite. Wow. So I you mean, think they just didn't like what Ben was doing? Didn't Ben write it as well? I think okay. so. Oh, he did. I think he might. Wow. I I don't know. I huh. I want to say that I think he at least co-wrote it. Okay. That he has at least some form of screenplay credit. I know it was Jeff Johns, right? Right. And if they decided, hey, you know what? We didn't like what Jeff Johns wrote. Then this film is fucked. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what to think now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's not a world I want to live in. Hey, we've got this comic book movie written by one of the best comic book writers of our generation. Uh, we don't want to do that one. We want to do something different. Okay, well then you're idiots. Right. Yeah, that's uh, not good. Yeah. That doesn't look good at all. No, not to, not happy news there. I know people were hoping for what George Miller, right? Yeah, yeah, because that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been great. It would have been interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Mad Max Batman. Yeah. That's, oh, that <laughs> would have been something. That would have been something to see. Yeah. Would have been like a version of his, you know, injustice vision that would have actually made some sense. Right, right. <laughs> could do a whole movie based off that right uh, it's the most bizarre shoehorn thing in like i have so many problems with batman versus superman right but <laughs> god the editing some where it's like we're gonna stick the sequence here why this makes no sense <laughs> here's bruce wayne sitting at the bat computer here's bruce wayne at a gala the second time he meets wonder woman and here we cut to something completely different like so out of that it, it screws up the timeline of that movie so bad. Yeah. Uh, it's just awful from top to bottom. And I'm sure, you know, when these movies are first written, when they get that first script in, and even when they get the production drafts, I'm sure people are looking at these and going, you know what? These actually look like pretty, like a pretty solid movie. I, I don't think any of these things go into production being awful right off the bat. Right, and then through the process of making a movie, then you wind up with, with what you got. And I, I, I I've got to imagine there are some people who've been working on these films just absolutely tearing their hair out. Because yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure they've seen like, here's what this could have been, here's what this wants to have been, and here's what we came up with. <laughs> like it's got to be driving some of them crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's our that's my that's my mini Batman v Superman tirade. 
Just when I think I'm tapped on that movie, I find new reserves of things to hate about. Yeah, they they keep giving us new reasons to be like, okay, what the hell? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So did you see uh, Sophie Turner has confirmed that she's returning as Jean Grey for the next X-Men film? Yeah, I thought that was obvious, though, but I, I guess... Yeah, so did I, kind of, but... <laughs> now it's official. <laughs> right. It's like, oh yeah, before we do the last season of Game of Thrones, I'm going to do this X-Men movie. Which is a bad idea. Because if you give me a choice, which are you going to work on production of the last season of Game of Thrones or the next X-Men movie? I'm going to pick the one that more people actually like. Right, right. But, oh well. It works, it works out with the schedule and everything, so, you know, hey. Yeah. It's, it's work. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> knock it. Right. Um, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I know you didn't like the last one as much. I, not really. Like, I didn't... They... I, I know I'm in the minority of people that didn't like First Class, but I, I genuinely didn't like that movie. But mm. the subsequent ones, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, I didn't, I didn't really dislike Days of Future Past or Apocalypse. They just... I don't know. I was just like, eh, just not... I really like Days of Futures Past. Yeah, I, I wanted to, and they had some really, really interesting ideas and some really awesome elements. I don't know. I just, I think the whole thing, like, Fox X-Men just has this kind of stink about it for me, I guess. Where, like, right. every time I watch one of those, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm watching a movie on FX. Like, yeah. I just, I can't get away from that. That's true. Ah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. did you did you see we've we've got a a, a star a, a piece of Star Wars news and a piece of Star Wars don't tease us with this this would be awesome if you would do this kind of news. Yeah. Um, they're talking about uh Tandy Newton from Westworld joining the Han Solo movie, probably to play his wife. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Because she was all kinds of badass on Westworld. Oh, yeah. And the interesting thing that I like, the little second piece of news, uh, was that uh, Rosario Dawson got on Twitter and was like, hey, you know, if you guys ever decided to do a live-action Ahsoka film, I'd be down for that. Oh, that would be awesome. That would that would be fantastic. That'd be, yeah, that would she, totally be all over it. I... You know, especially with the way she's handled herself on the the Marvel Netflix series, oh, yeah. I, I'm totally down for that. Yeah, for sure. What would where would they cover? What ground would they cover with Ahsoka in a live action film? I don't know. How old would she be with? Oh, uh, Dawson. Rosario is what in her forties, I think. Yeah. So if she was a kid. During the Clone Wars, I mean, what what time span are we talking here? I mean, we'd have to be, and it, it would have to be like during the original trilogy at some point, wouldn't it? That's what I'm thinking. It's definitely after Rebels. Um, yeah, it would, I, yeah. I guess it'd be during the original time. That could be such a cool film. Yeah, it'd be it'd be all right. Yeah, like her own little part in the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that. Or what happened after? She could do a post-trilogy. She could. Film. Like, that would... I don't know. That one might be... 
Yeah, I mean, I don't even know like her species, how long they live. They they could do something. Yeah, yeah, that that could be a really cool film. <clears throat> yeah, be all right with that. Oh yeah. And uh, oh, did you see that uh, HBO is doing a documentary based on Andre the Giant? Yes, that's, I saw that tweet. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I I can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, because uh, they did a uh, they did a graphic novel little biography thing about him what a few years hmm. ago didn't they i don't remember but yeah i think it was sounds cool yeah it was like two or three years ago it was a it was it was like a biography but it was a, a graphic novel i never hmm. i never picked it up but i remember seeing it i was like oh that looks kind of awesome yeah like, i don't know that kind of works for somebody like andre it's kind of larger oh, totally. than life you almost have to have he has a bit of a comic book character. Yeah. In a sense. So I don't know. I guess that would fit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, <laughs> did you see Kevin Smith is doing a Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I love this. And his big explanation, um, because he doesn't own the right, he can't like take clerks or mall rats and just do whatever he wants with them. Because he doesn't right. own the rights to them, but he does still own Jay and Silent Bob. Right. So he was like, "Fuck it, nobody wants the Mallrats series so far, but we're still working on that." Uh, yeah. Nobody wants Clerks Three, um, but I can still do Jay and Silent Bob. So fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and he's doing. Did you see the the premise for this? No. He's doing Jay and Silent Bob. He's doing. It's called Jay and Silent Bob reboot so far, and. He's doing the whole thing based on they have to come out and get mad because they're rebooting Blunt Man and Chronic. <laughs> That's kind of perfect. <laughs> Which I thought was excellent. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take That's our first break here. Uh, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast here on the N.FM. Uh, we were still trying to. Get through some movie news here. Did you see the newest stuff about the Halloween reboot, remake, whatever it is they're doing with this? No, what's going on? Okay, so um, they've got a pair to write and direct. Uh, they got David Gordon Green from Eastbound and Down, and one of his longtime collaborators, Danny McBride. Oh. <laughs> and oh, man. I don't... Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. John Carpenter is apparently psyched. He yeah. actually, like, he heard their pitch and thought it was great. He's talking about coming back to do the score for this, actually. That might be fun, you know. Uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit of humor <laughs> in a scary movie isn't that bad. No, no, this is true. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. Like, it could be interesting. They've got it penciled in for uh, October 19th of next year. Okay. So give some give some plenty of time to work on it. Yeah, yeah, just, that could be fun. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know, because I mean the way that Paramount scrapped the next Friday the Thirteenth movie, like yeah. what a month before it was going to start production or something, like they were just like, nope, you know what, closed, forget it, not going to do this. Yeah, nobody went and saw Rings, so horror movies are dead. <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, right? Like, I, oh, I still don't understand that. 
Like yeah. the whole thing was like you made rings, which was a prequel set with technology that that post dates the original. So right. and and also let's not forget the first two ring movies did not do tremendously well here in the states. Right. You know, there's there's not the the following for them that there was for the grudge, which also didn't do tremendously well on the states, but it found the following on home video. Right. Like that was where people were like, Oh yeah, you gotta see this. It was a little kind of it, it got its own little cult following. That didn't really happen with the ring. And much less so with the sequel. And then, you know, eighty five years later they decide, Hey, we're gonna do another one and people are like, Oh, that thing that scared me when I was in like middle school. Right. I just I don't see even how they're comparable. Like Friday the thirteenth is to me just on a different level. Yeah, big time. Know, of just you know, more people know about Friday the 13th than they do about rings. Yeah. You're know? like, what yes. is, yeah. It's like, what is, what is rings? I don't understand. Remember the movie where the girl crawls out of the TV and kills you? Um, yeah, kind of didn't like it. Didn't like she get punched in the face in a scary movie or something. Right. Exactly. Right. I think if you went on onto the street and asked 10 people, you know, do you know the movie Friday the 13th? Do you know the movie rings or the ring? More people, I guarantee you, are going to know. Oh, Friday the 13th, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've yeah. heard of that. I've seen that or something. Yeah. Rings, they'll be like, uh, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, wasn't that with the little, like, the the right. hobo people or whatever they were called? <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially with the, you would think they would have stuck with it because of the buzz for the video game. Which, when they, when, when, uh, when Gun Media first announced it and tried to kickstart it, which they did successfully. Hallelujah, thank you. Mm-hmm. It was it was like, oh, you're doing a Friday the 13th game. But they've been doing a lot with IGN of just, like, here's the gameplay and stuff. And right. they've impressed the shit out of people. Right. Like, oh, yeah. It's really come along. And now everybody's starting to talk about it. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I was, you know, suddenly, you know, get me my different glasses. Like, you know, I was, I was part of that project before it was cool. Yeah. I wonder if they do like a TV show. They did a TV show once. No, no, I mean like a you know like a more modern <laughs> that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like with with the success of Stranger Things, kind of like you know going to that kind of genre. I wonder if there would be one room for one that would be more towards Friday the Thirteenth. I, I think you could get away with a limited series. Sure, eight what eight episodes. Maybe because you can't you can't go long with that because, you know, that just doesn't lend itself to a very lengthy process. Didn't people really like the Scream TV show? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but apparently it was really good. Yeah. Uh, Is is it still ongoing? I think so. I don't think it's been canceled. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's just Scream the series, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been three seasons. (laughs) Oh, hell. I'm way behind. Yeah. Yeah, it was the one I didn't watch. I did try to watch Scream Queens, and that was a mistake. No, no, I see. I never saw that. I I mean, it was... I don't understand why people like it, because they're like, oh, it cranks all the tropes up to, like, 12. I'm like, yes, and that's bad. (laughs) It's... Oh, my... Oh, it's just... It's it's terrible. I don't... I don't understand why... Because everybody loves it, and I don't get it. I'm... I will step up and say, like, I just don't... Like there's nothing. It's a cartoon, but it's not actually. You're like you're supposed to believe 
that this could actually happen, but these people are cartoon characters. Right, like, right. They're they're too complete. Like they are so divorced from from the reality of it. It's it's uh... yeah. Never looked interesting to me. Nah, nah. Give it a pass. But yeah. yeah, apparently, scream this the 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 MTV scream the series is good. So I need to I need to check that out. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, Should look into that here after a while. Oh yeah. So, so that'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, so we're getting a Halloween reboot, but we're not going to get a Friday the Thirteenth reboot. So. <laughs> I don't know. As long as they don't do a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, I'll be fine. Yeah. Just because I don't know. You, that, you know that's coming. I, yeah, well, because, like, remember when they did the they did the reboot back when they did, like, the the soft reboot for Friday the 13th? Oh, what's that been? Seven, eight years now, I think? Oh, yeah. Been a long yeah, time. Been a while. And, it, and it flopped bad. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, okay, this franchise is kind of dead. And, and, I mean, that's the thing. Like, some... You can change the tone of some movies if you're going to say, well, we need to update it for modern audiences. Fine, but you can't – like the things that worked 30 years ago aren't going to work now. It's just – they're just not. Right. And I mean that's that that's why I think when, when Zombie remade Halloween, he did it the way that he did. It's like, all right, this is – you know, this was neat and we're going to keep some of these elements, but a lot of this we just kind of have to toss because it doesn't work today. Right, and I think it worked. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows. I think the the remake was was more enjoyable than the original. I recognize, and that's and that's what I mean. That's a product. That's a product. If I can get the English out of of the times, <laughs> like the the newer one is made for newer audiences. It's right. more appealing. the The old one was a classic because of everything it did, but it's it's a product of its time. So I, you know, unless you're you're willing to 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 strip a, a franchise down to its studs, I don't think you can take something that was that was decidedly mired in its time, which is not in itself a bad thing, but if you're gonna take that and do it now, you 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 have to go down to the foundation and start over. You yeah, just, you just kind of have to. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked the first one. I never saw the second one. I that one you can. Yeah, you're not mistaken with second one. Second. Oh, okay. <laughs> the second one was just. Uh, yeah. When it starts with like they're they're carting away his body, you know, spoiler alert. But also he's not dead because it's Halloween, so spoiler alert again, I guess. Right. Much to nobody's surprise, like the corner van hits a cow, and there's honest <laughs> to god like two minutes of the driver sitting there all busted and bleeding and broken and he just says fuck in so many different infl- it's like two minutes <laughs> and it's you get uncomfortable in the theater because you're like I don't what is happening here it's uh, uh there's, there's there's one part where Michael's carrying somebody away from from this other crashed car because I guess this film had a budget and I was watching it with my buddy Daniel in theaters and he's and it's one of these cuts where like it's a far away shot and you know he's walking towards the camera and then it kind of he just kind of fades out and then fades back in a little closer you know that kind of that kind of shot right. and, yeah. and after about 30 seconds he, he leans over to me and he goes he goes it would be so funny if that car just blew up 
and we had a good <laughs> chuckle about it. And then about 15 seconds later, he's still walking towards Cameron. Fucking car blew up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> And it was just, we just we just about died laughing in our seats because it was like oh my god that was because he just kind of said it the same way we would all think it like hey you know what would be ridiculous is if that car just decided to blow up wait for yeah. it wait for it boom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you got to be kidding me it's I don't know two has a couple of interesting elements but it's not I eh, I don't know. Give, give at, at least give the 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 first like little piece of it a, sh a shot until you get past the corner van scene because it's something you just have to see. Yeah. Because you're watching this yeah. and you're just like, they filmed this and edited this and they left this in. <laughs> this made the cut. That's funny. It's it's just it's it, I don't know. In some ways, it kind of really is a little bit of a masterpiece of just like what in the hell was going on here <laughs> yeah but i'm sure i can find it cheap somewhere oh yeah yeah it'll be on or you know i'm sure just that scene is on youtube yeah oh, that's <laughs> just, true just because it's one of those things it's like you can't you can't believe that this this made the cut like they were they were in the editing bay and it was like yep that scene stays like really yeah. that tested well enough with audiences to to keep it in do you want this version or the full like twenty six minute extended cut version of the scene? All right, all right, all right. You got it, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, but no, they were. That was one that they were like, we're gonna do a sequel, with or without you. And so Zombie was like, all right, then I guess I'm just gonna have to do it then. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. same you know same thing. Nobody starts out to make a bad movie. Right. The, just the process of of making a movie takes off so much. No, I just, I don't, that's why I like reading screenplays, where like you can see, oh, here was how this was supposed to go. Right. And sometimes it's better. Sometimes you can tell where like, oh, they improved here, and it made this better. They didn't use this line; they did their own thing, and it worked better. Yeah. So it drives me nuts. The script for Groundhog Day explains the curse. And, oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually in uh, at least in in one draft, they uh, it's it's a jilted ex lover of his who mm. like puts this curse on him. It's like this whole sense. it's like this whole little magic thing. But I you know I like that in the actual film they don't explain it. Right. I I, I don't know because it's not important. You're not worried about why about exactly how he's stuck here. You've got you know he's a terrible guy. And he's stuck living the same, the, the day that he really doesn't want to live over and over again. Right. You, you don't need to explain the magic. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the live action Mulan movie has a director now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nikki Caro. Caro? Caro? I'm going to go with Caro. Nikki Caro. Who did uh, Whale Rider, which I haven't even heard of, to be honest with you. Yep, I haven't heard of that either. But uh, okay, you know, great. Because yeah. they had a they have a, a writing team already installed and everything, so now they've got a director and okay. Well, let's let's uh let's hope this movie is not as whitewashy as the Great Wall, 
and you know just not as i was reading that disney's being very careful about that yes Uh, i yeah i think that was that was a thing from somebody a couple weeks ago where they were just like yeah we're don't worry or aladdin that was what they were talking about that i saw was they were like we're not gonna whitewash aladdin be cool i mean like (laughs) a good start is a female director so you know it yeah uh, i I think that's perfect true true so step in the right direction. And, you know, I was reading an article where the Disney was basically saying we're very conscious of that and we're you know, doing everything, you know, doing everything they can to, to make this make this good. Yeah. Well, they need, you know, I think especially after the Great Wall, there's a lot of scrutiny of like, hey, you know, how come how, you know, we, we've kind of been been harping on the idea of why is it always the white guy for a while now? Right. right. But it's 2017. Do we still really need to be having this discussion? Right. Yeah. The movie just doesn't even look interesting. I don't. No, and I, (laughs) I'll never forget Damon's defense of why it's all the white people. Did you do you remember? He got up in the whole thing. He's like, "Oh, so it's completely believable that a bunch of monsters are attacking China, but it's totally but but the thing that you can't wrap your head around is that there are white people." And I'm just thinking, uh, this is ancient China, Matt. So, yeah, <laughs> that is the thing I have a problem with. Right. Uh, yeah. That's weird. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it just doesn't look good. Yeah, no, I looking at the trailer, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It it looks like somebody played a lot of Onimusha and said, you know what this needs? Matt Damon. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and that's kind of what you get, which is sad because I like Matt. I look forward to many of his better movies. Yeah. But, you know, they can't all be winners. Unfortunately. Yeah. Who's putting that movie out? Who, The Great Wall? Yeah. Uh, oh, ah, yeah, uh, you asked me too quick. It's... Oh, I don't think it's. I, I, I'm gonna say something stupid like I don't think it's a major studio, and then be, and then you know watch it be you know like Paramount or something. Well, is it wasn't it? Because <clears throat> it was a joint effort with with a Chinese studio. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. it was kind of like how Warcraft was, kind where of, yeah, they were like we want it. We're now doing our you know we want to release a big film, um, both for the East and the West. Let me see here. Yeah, because I don't. I'm a. I'm trying to look it up here, but yeah, I do remember it was, and that was the other kind of weird part. But I guess you know it's because Matt Damon is a big, uh, a big star. They were like, yeah, well, this will work. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a Chinese director to it. Yep. All kinds of interesting. All kinds of interesting. This guy Ed comes out. Uh, when recently, right? comes out I I don't know it's out this week yeah I think it's out soon yeah all right uh distributed by Universal hey what do you know right right yep yep production uh China Film Group Atlas Entertainment Levision Pictures and Legendary East yeah distributed by Universal Pictures Levision Pictures and China Film Group Corporation yeah okay I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'll wait till Redbox. For that. Yeah, right. If if that if that. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Catch it on USA. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly where it's going to air, too. Absolutely yep. exactly where it's going to air. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to take another quick break here. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, just, just one other small bit of movie news here. Uh, Will Smith has decided he is not going to be involved with Dumbo. Mm, okay. And I, you know, man, that just, I mean, that just breaks my heart. <laughs> sorry, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a live action Dumbo film. I'm sorry, we've kind of hit bottom at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I guess the upside to that is that that means Bad Boys 3 is a go. Because they were saying if he decided to jump on with Dumbo, that was going to screw up the production schedule for Bad Boys 3. Oh, uh, okay. So that was a big... That were a big to-do about that. Yeah. Well, so. I couldn't be less interested about Dumbo, so... Yeah, like of, of every Disney movie to remake, to, to do a live-action version of, like, I... I... Yeah, Lion King, Aladdin, we're doing Milan. You know, those those are the ones that I'm interested in. Yeah, but Dumbo, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so much of the movie that you got to change. So, so much. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, first off, you have to get rid of the crows. You have to do yeah. something with them. Because that was racist. Yeah, that won't fly. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Touche. Touche. Yeah. Oh. And then you gotta get rid of the the uh the drunk nightmare. That's gotta go. Yeah, man, it's been years since I've seen Dumbo, so I'm not really It's I'm telling you, it's like, oh my god, they made this for kids? <laughs> yeah, I saw someone post a gif or something the other day and they were like, Dumbo was frightening. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It really was, man. I mean, could you? I mean, just think of the idea of flying elephants for a minute, and you think if birds shit on your car, you're having a bad day, <laughs> right? Right. And you just imagine coming out and being able to say, "Oh, somewhere under all of that is my car." Yeah, yeah. That's a no, bad day. Yeah. That's a bad day. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's gonna do it for movie news. You want to just cruise into the the tv yeah. portion of the show yeah so we got some <laughs> here was some interesting news um at the i don't know if it was at the upfronts or i think it was at an investor call or something uh fox broadcasting president david madden has said that in light of the success of x-files and the buzz around prison break and the idea of hey remember when fox had good shows and we can bring them back for, you know, like some limited episode runs. Mm -hmm. You know, what about that Firefly show? Right. If we can get Joss Whedon on board for this, we'll do it. <laughs> so, I'm Joss, curious. I know you don't listen to this podcast because you have no idea that we exist. Do the damn show. We're begging you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if they would do it. I, I think... I. And that's the thing. It is, and it's always kind of been a little dependent on Joss. Because he's, and, and I mean, look, this was how many years ago? 
He's right. gone on to do so. He's he's moved on to do so much other stuff. Right. So you know, ball balls in his court. Oh, that'd be awesome. But I, right, like that would. Uh, oh, yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you know, we. I mean, we would have to have, you know, the it and it's you know it's okay that Alan Tudyk is doing a new show because he's dead. So no spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. This is how long has the how to reverse clean their spears joke been around? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. You know, that was that was sad. But you know, yeah. and and just nah. serenity. Serenity was kind of you know salting the earth a little bit with with some of what they did in that film. Right. There was there was decidedly a lot of just wow. Okay, so we're gonna do this now. <laughs> yeah no matter you know whoever's idea it was it's like holy crap yeah okay but yeah man i i would totally welcome this oh my god that'd be awesome <laughs> oh yeah no no doubt and for like a brief you know like six eight episode season sure totally yeah but oh, that's yeah. that's interesting it's it's so interesting to see networks looking at this and saying hey you know what this works well you know it was it was you know, we, we've talked about that show just kind of being ahead of its time, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, how just dumb the studio was. It's perfect for this day and age when you get things like Stranger Things, you know, it, it is. And and there's not that many, you know, sh- Star Trek's not on air, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have shows like that right now. Um, we have some weird, cool sci-fi shows, but firefly is a name that would just be so recognized i think if it came back right could you just imagine that announcement at comic-con oh my god they lose their minds oh you know hey and but you know just oh and we've got one more thing to to announce for you and then just throw the logo up and walk off the stage oh yeah That's and it. the way in which people consume things these days it's <laughs> man i'd be i'd be happier if it was netflix doing it right well yeah. i mean i think that's kind of their idea yeah, you know, I think that was why they were like, "Hey, if we're gonna do X Files, l- let's just do like a few episodes." Right, right, right. And it and it worked because that's that kind of is the model we're moving towards. We're kind of getting away from, you know, you could still do it with sitcoms because they're not, they they're just you know, oh hey, here's a quick half hour of something. Like right. that's why sitcoms are gonna be you know twenty two episodes forever. Right. And that's not and that's that's fine. That's not a big deal, but. You know, we found because it's funny because uh, I'm going back and rewatching Smallville because it's on Hulu and because I forgot how much I really enjoyed that show. And at the same time, um, my girl and I are watching Buffy because she's never seen it before. Yeah. And the thing that cracks me up is watching both of these shows and going, they use the exact same ideas a lot of the time. <laughs> like the very like it's kind of spooky how it's just like the ex- it's it's down to the detail exact and I'm like oh yeah. yeah that's because when you're doing a show like this there are only so many places you can go before you start to run out of ideas right. it's just the nature of it like it's no knock on the writers or anything it's just that it's just a matter of you know there's there's only so many permutations and combinations here yeah so yep. with and you know x-files was another one that was like that like monster of the week stuff 
a lot of wi- a lot of it's filler by the yeah. and it's and it's by the very nature of it so if you want to tell you know i think when netflix came along and was like hey you know let's do these shows in you know like tinier chunks and amc too on yeah. the, well, the, I, I think it started with the british where they were like let's just do 10 or 13 episodes <laughs> Yeah, and then Netflix took that, and they were like, "What if we put them all out at the same time?" <laughs> right. Yeah, and then you and know, so, AMC and AMC. Well, and to be fair, HBO's shows didn't have like twenty right. episode seasons. Yeah, exactly. You're, no, you're absolutely so they, right. That's... I think maybe they predated Netflix on that. They were ahead of their time on that. I think. Right. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. And then you know, look where we are now. But that's. I think I think for hour long dramas in particular, that's the new model. Yeah. Of like here's how you can do this and not be cramming it with filler and odd bottle episodes like the fly and everything. Like Yeah, I mean you know, that's why, you know, Breaking Bad was as good as it was. I think it a lot of it had to do with that they knew they could, you know, they could do just short seasons right. and not have to do filler, you know. Imagine shows – see, Lost was, was you know, right before all of that. Yeah, could you, you imagine know? if Lost had hit this, like, now? Well, and, well see, that's what – you know, I think Lost was actually one of the bigger shows to adopt that, but it was at the very end of its, of its show. Yeah. And I think it would have benefited if they went into it going, we can do shorter episodes, meaning we don't have to – chase a pig around the forest for you know one episode we could keep it more you know all about the the deep lore that everyone loves um and it would would have totally benefited uh doing that yeah that's that's a show i would love to see done in in this style you know like a 12 episode season like it would be so much tighter it would be and that's and i think that's why so many people are are kind of championing this new format it's the Dragon Bike, Dragon Ball Kai effect, you know. Yes. They, they take Z and they cut out all the filler, and you get left with the uh, the main story. Right, and it's good. Yeah, like, it's, it's good. It's it, it's it shows you like, oh, okay, you know all this, like, and and you know, every once in a while with with like a little fluff episode, they right. they they kind of hit something interesting, but nine times out of ten, you're like, ah, we we could lose this and not really. Like it wouldn't really affect anything, right? Like we didn't we didn't have to watch Piccolo and Goku go shopping for the day in a monster attack the city, and nothing changed the story. <laughs> you know, uh, he made it home in time for dinner. Like it was just right. All of that was left, you know, left off the table. Yeah, you know, yeah. fun and funny, but not you know. You're like, oh my god, why am I watching this? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, good times, good times. Uh, net and netflix went on like a little spree here but i'm gonna jump for just a second so we'll do all that in like one bunch um did you ever play costume quest no i downloaded it ah you should play it like it's fun it's a fun little like kind of rpg ish game all right they're they're fun um because there's two and it's awesome um and Net and uh, Amazon has decided that you know this would make a good animated series. <laughs> what? Okay, like I'm down. Yeah, I'm totally cool for that. Like that could work. <laughs> What's the gameplay like in that? Um, it's it's very RPG. 
it's it's a it's it is it's very rpg it's it's old school kind of rpg it's not the it's not the newer uh it's it's not like the uh the real time stuff it's it goes back to like old turn based and and everything it's 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 fun it's simple and it's you know the especially the combat like the combat's really simple but it's it's a fun enjoyable little hey look here's kids in halloween costumes and when they fight the bad creatures they use the power of their costumes or like oh i'm dressed as like a little dinky robot and then you oh, go okay. and then you go into battle and you're like a giant mech you know it's a, it's it's like hey look imagination what do you know right right <laughs> so it's it's fun i i like them and you you know you can collect blueprints for new costumes and everything it's it's cool yeah, they're they're fun, cute little games. Yeah, but uh, so we have that, and uh, yeah, Netflix went on a bit of a spree this week. Uh, they announced a second season of the OA. Oh, okay. I've seen part of the pilot of that, but I didn't watch anything else of it. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen any of it, but I hear good things. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix does that where they're like, here's the thing we made. All right. No big giant. Like they have, you know, they did a thing for Orange is the New Black. The fifth season premieres June 9th. But for like their newer stuff, you know, something like that or House of Cards, you know, it's like, hey, here's kind of a big thing because it's established and you guys love it. And so, you know, we know how marketing works. All right. But for new stuff like the OA and even Stranger Things. Yeah, so just, remember Stranger Things did the same thing. Yeah. They just dropped the trailer one day. Yeah, it was like, hey, here's a thing we made. <laughs> right. it's, it's like, okay, sure, I guess we'll check this out. Yeah. Because they've built that kind of brand recognition of, like, it's, hey, look, it's a Netflix original series or original movie. Well, okay, I've got to at least check it out. Yeah. You know, it kind of sells itself, which I, you know, Netflix has done a fantastic job marketing just the idea of of just the words netflix original and your ears perk up right right always and you know amazon video you know only on amazon video doesn't really do that uh, hulu no. original series kind of does that maybe i mean a yeah. little bit because they've had some successes you know what right. was the what's the the james franco one was it 11 you got it yep um that and the path got a lot of buzz uh, and that actually looked good. Like, I, I want to sit down and watch that at some point. Yeah. But but if you hear, like, uh, oh, it's a Hulu original, you're still just kind of like, eh, eh, maybe. I don't know. Some of that stuff looks kind of cool, I guess. But right. when you hear Netflix original series, you know, you're like, ooh, I want to check that out. Right, right. Yeah, always give it a shot. Yeah, because it's always they, – they've hit it out of the park so much. And there is something on there for everybody. Yeah. I, you know, so good for them. Um, and they announced, speaking of something for everybody, they've announced they're working on an animated show with, um, a guy named Adi Shankar, who mm. I don't remember which show it was he worked on. It was Adventure Time or something. I cannot, I honestly don't remember. It was one of those shows. Um, but he is working on... A show, it's going to be split into four 30-minute parts, and it's going to be a Game of Thrones-inspired Castlevania series. 
Oh, okay. That's the most metal thing I have ever heard. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's just going to be, like, I, I don't even know. Man. That's, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I keep, when I heard that, my first thought was heavy metal. Yeah, and it, you know they come out and said it's not going to be for kids. Either. Oh no, oh no! It's what did he say? It's going to be R rated as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, look, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I mean, it would have to be really. Yeah, but it's the the premise is apparently like the Belmont clan is disgraced and Dracula is trying to take over Europe, but you know there's that one plucky Belmont who just has to fight back. It's uh... yeah. I don't know. The, don't... the the producer of this thing is the guy who did the uh, gritty Power Rangers um, internet thing and the Punisher one. Right. And did you see he wants to do an animated show For in Power the style Rangers. of that Power Rangers trailer? Yeah. And yeah. he's he's already he's working on it and he wants he's got like an 18 month plan for when he wants to have it out by and he had he had the greatest description of it I've ever heard. He described it as Power Rangers meets Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that would be really cool. Sold and done in in the style yeah. of that trailer that that kind of flipped everybody out one way or yeah. another. Yeah. yeah. Count count me in. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, totally. <laughs> that's that would be awesome, you know. Like I'm cuz I you know, you could definitely be like not for children. Not affiliated with any of the children's stuff whatsoever, mm-hmm. and I and I don't think it's going to get made because they've got the movie coming out and everything. Yeah, they're not going to want anything, quote unquote, contaminating the brand. Right. So right. it'll never happen. Like he wants to do it on Netflix. With that'd be perfect. Since they since they're already doing the Castlevania series, that's kind of why where he wants this to be. But I don't I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be cool. It would indeed. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, time for another break. All right, cool. again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you on the minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Uh, just a one more little bit of TV news here. Uh, the the long gestating Mayans MC series, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, which I think everybody's mm-hmm. kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Uh, they cast Edward James Olmos to star in it. That's cool. He's he's gonna be the 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 Ron Perlman kind of character. He's gonna be the you know the aging patriarch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what I figured. Yeah, and that's all right. I mean, D, 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 e, EJO's a badass. Like I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be good. But uh, so yeah. Uh We'll jump into some video game news. You saw some uh, Pokemon Go news a minute ago. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, 80 <laughs> new Pokemon are going to be dropped later this week. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so, Gen- it's the Gen 2 update. Um, now, I forget how many... Was it only 80 that was in um, gold uh, and silver that were the, the new gen? No, no, they dropped a whole nother, like, hundred, I thought. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, probably they're leaving out, like, the big ones. Um, sure. Yeah, because that was, like, from, from Gen 2 on, they started to get a little bigger with, like, these are the legendary Pokemon, to where 
like you're kind of like the you you're starting to get more legendary put quote unquote legendary Pokemon than you were just like the regular ones. Right. Alright, so it says here that there were a hundred new ones in gold and silver, eight are babies, and six are legendary slash mystic. Okay. Um, so that leaves eighty six, and it's unclear where the, the last few may be hiding. Um, sure. So I imagine those will be you know rolled out in uh, events and stuff like that. Right, makes sense. Yeah. So I'm curious if we're gonna start seeing people out there again going bananas. I'm curious if this, you know, was just something from last year, or if the word gets around that there's eighty new ones, uh, if people will be out there, you know, walking as much as they were and riding bikes. I I don't I don't think so. I think we see a bump. I definitely think we see an uptick. Yeah. But I don't think we see I don't think we'll we will ever see a resurgence like we had at the beginning of this. Right, right. Oh no, nah, I don't see it. Well this is definitely I know what I'm doing on my uh break today. And uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely we're walking around, going to the park. Um I know it won't be being new ones, but kinda wanna get back into it anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, that should be later this week. So just look for updates, um, you know, on your phone. Once right. it updates it, you should be seeing new guys. Yeah. There's no firm launch date. They just said it would be this week. Later this week. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Know. I guess early leaks said uh, possibly Saturday the 18th. Um, so. Interesting. So probably, so it'd be like a weekend thing. Sure. It makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. It's when everybody will be out and about for the most part, anyway. Like, hey, you got a day off? There's a bunch of new Pokemon out there you could be looking for. Yep. <laughs> Should be cool though. I don't know. We'll see. Like I, you know, I'm all for it. You know, yep. new is, you know, Barney's one rule: new is always better. So. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. But I don't know. Could work. It'll yeah. definitely be interesting for sure. But. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think the I think the hype train on that is is firmly parked in the station for good though. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it it if if nothing else, it showed the the power of nostalgia and of our generation. Yeah. You know, give us what we want and we will buy the shit out of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, nostalgia goes a long way with us. Yeah. And a new a new spin on it, you know. Don't just repackage, like, cause even we're getting tired of like the same thing repackaged over and over again. Like, right. there's, some, there's only so many different ways you can buy Final Fantasy VII. Like, right. like, <laughs> like you gotta give us something different at least. Right. Okay, fine. How about a remake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Which I, it it drives me nuts how many people they were like. We got a piece of artwork from it, and that's all? Really? That's the only thing you're going to give us? Guys, shut up and let them work on the game. Right. We right. know it's going to take a while. I want it to take a while because I want them to work and work and say, you know what? This doesn't work. This does work. This needs to go here. Hang on. We're going to have to not push this back because we haven't given a release date yet because we know this is a ridiculously ambitious project. Right, right. Uh, it's a, take all the guys, take all the time you need. Yeah, I waited the entire life cycle of the PS3 and then some just for this to be a real thing. I can wait a few more years. I'm fine. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sp- 
Speaking of giant announcements, um, did you see that E3 is going to be open to the public this year? Oh, man, if only I could afford to go there. Right? No kidding. (laughs) Now, I don't think this covers the press conferences. I think that's the only part of this it doesn't cover. But like the that's okay. But like the floor and everything else, it's going to be open to the public. Uh, tickets are 150 bucks, which, considering that, you know, it's E3. Yeah, right. I, you know, that's that's fine, and it's a it's a pass for the whole. I'm pretty sure that that price is like an all E3 pass. Mm-hmm. It's not just for like oh, and we showed up on Friday. It's for right, the whole right, thing. Right. So that's, I love like, that's a way to turn this into like a video game comic con. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. You know, I think that the big play, you know, uh, IGN, um, GameSpot, you know, Giant Bomb, kind of funny. They're all still going to get their back, you know, back room demos. And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, this isn't going to change much for them. I think it's just going to, they're gonna they're gonna look at the the floor and go oh where these are all those people you know and last year there were a lot of people missing from E3 yeah I think this is a way to get them back in where they'll have booths where they can have the, the public play right like I think wasn't Nintendo only Zelda last year and yeah that was their only thing right and like so many <laughs> other studios just didn't come. Um, to you know they went to the conference but that was it so i think this was their way of going hey we're gonna have a lot of people on the floor now you might want to come and bring your games back so yeah. to let them play it's i i i do i think this is a brilliant idea really yeah it's do. really smart yeah so good on good on them good uh, on them for doing that thing <laughs> uh we finally got one of our wishes with injustice 2 we are going. Oh, yeah. We are going to. We are going to finally have Cheetah as a playable character. <laughs> this is a fun little trailer. No, Swamp Thing is is officially confirmed. Yeah, and that's awesome because I know we've been talking about that forever. Mm-hmm. Yep, Swamp Thing would be good. Animal Man <laughs> would be great if they did him as well. Yeah. Constantine, that whole side would be fantastic. Bring bring all the Justice League dark. Be great. Yeah pretty much <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen that that animated one yet but i've heard good things i would love a justice league dark video game yeah that would be cool yeah that would be really cool because that could be you know that could be a little more mystery than just like a straight up because like a justice league game is just gonna be an action game yeah but like a justice league dark game is gonna be a little is gonna tend a little more towards like a horror investigative kind of game yeah no i mean i totally even do like a telltale game like that <laughs> yeah that would be interesting it'd be a fun yeah. cast to play with for sure yeah oh yeah or they should do like <laughs> justice league dark the hidden object game yeah. <laughs> <for iPad. laughs> oh, my, mom would, my mom would play that so much <laughs> i would i would love to see that just just to see like the internet collapse on itself <laughs> yeah like, it wouldn't this... even be that bad though. It'd be good. No, so that's would, the thing. <laughs> it would be a fun little thing, but they would be like, "You had the, you had the Justice League Dark, and this is what you made for us." Ah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, honestly, uh, it's Marvel's not that far off with these card games and just all these just <laughs> yeah. terrible uh, 
mobile games. You know, Marvel's doing DC's doing the same thing as well. Yeah. I mean, even WWE has a card game on mobile that's just terrible. Yeah. Have you played? I'll tell you what's surprisingly not terrible. Have you played their new one? Uh, was it Champions? No. It's it's basically it's it's in the same style of like you know it's like a match three kind right. of thing, but I don't know like there's it's a little bit interesting, <laughs> not enough to be like oh my god you should go do this but it's like you know what for free it's a fun right. goofy little you know if you've got five minutes kind of game. Mm-hmm. Problem with those games is you always hit a wall if you don't sign in every day if you don't do this if you don't do that. Yeah. Um, then it's then you, you gotta buy you gotta buy gems you gotta <laughs> you gotta do this you gotta do that. Yeah, that's where they get you. <laughs> That's where they get yeah. you. But it's it's great because it does show like some of the superstars from back in NXT. Like you have different like oh, yeah. instead of like different costumes, each each different era of a character is its own character. Oh, that's cool. So like you can have like the you can have like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns from NXT. Oh, okay. As well as, you know, current roster. And it yeah. reminded me like, oh yeah, Roman was badass back in NXT. Yeah, and and then you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to we'll get to him later. Yeah. Um. Did, did you see? And this makes me nuts. So, uh, South Park: The Fractured But Whole has been delayed again. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna cancel my pre-order. Like I. Oh yeah, I, no, I did with Sony, and I got my money back. Yeah, I I want to do that just to go through because there's some stuff on the store. It's actually kind of cool that I'm looking oh, yeah. at. But I just because like like one delay was fine, and even this delay would have been okay if they hadn't said uh, it's going to be until their next. It's going to come out during our next fiscal year. <laughs> their next fiscal year runs from March of this year until april of next year right right that so it could come out in six months it could come out in a year Mm -hmm. sorry guys i will i will be happy to pick this up when it comes out because i know it's going to be good because the last south park game had delays the last south park game had to survive the sale of thq that's true so i mean there was i'm pretty sure it was thq um who knows maybe it'll come out on the switch (laughs) I, <laughs> I, it could it totally could there's nothing overly taxing about that right it would it would do perfectly fine on the switch yeah but like i you know uh, I'm, I'm sorry guys i i will pick it up when it comes out i will because the first game was awesome and it suffered through delay after delay and it turned out to be worth it right uh, and this suffered this i'm hoping that they have a new release date at e3 this year where they're like, okay, and this is when it's going to come out. Honest, we promise. Oh. Right. Stop sending us emails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, you know, when you when you aim high, this is this is sometimes what happens. Yeah. But, you know, you and you and I are, are, are on the same page of like, look, just make sure it's good. Right. If it takes time. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll play it whenever it comes out. Yeah. Uh, did we? Did we didn't have any other? Because that was all the video game news I could find. It was a little light this week. 
I think so. Yeah, I know. I saw a video of the Greg Miller interviewing Kojima. Did you see that at all? No, I didn't. But I saw the picture of of both of them like holding the the master sword in the stone. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was. I was like, oh my god, that's a badass picture. Oh yeah, he talked about that on his uh, one of his podcasts this week, and just like, like it's he was just saying how it's funny um, um, going anywhere with him or doing anything with Kojima. And he just says, like, it's like the one true rock star of that video game industry um, and how people treat him when he, when he walks in the room. Everyone goes quiet and everything. And yeah. he's like, he's just a normal guy who really loves movies <laughs> like and it's it's weird for him. So anyway, he did the interview and everything. And he said some strange things like you're he kidding. Comment, right. <laughs> he couldn't comment too much on what death straining is and all, and all of that. But he did say he's looking at doing interesting ways and connecting things, um, even using social networks. Um, and he said, that's the, these strings connecting everybody. Um, you know, like it, like in the trailer, it has the, you know, um, the, the, the core, the, the umbilical cord and everything else. Like right. there's, there's these, these uh, strings connecting everybody wouldn't it be cool if it was connected to your your social media your facebook twitter something like that and it, it was just weird um so i'm curious if like how the game will play into that because you, you know kojima loves to mess with mess with stuff oh um, yeah like pt and metal gear and um <laughs> uh, you know it, it, it'd be interesting if somehow it connected it to your the game connected to your, your Facebook and it like told you names of people, you know, and stuff like that. Like that would be weird <laughs> in yeah. the game. Um, but you know, he said he was, he was very coy about it. He said, I want to do things that haven't been done before that kind of stuff. And that's what just made my imagination go, Whoa, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so it should be interesting. Yeah, it gives you something to think about. I mean, you know, remember back the, the original metal gear solid, like you, when you fought, psychomantis you had to switch your controller port right like there was that and it would read your memory card and it was memory card yeah. that was the best thing like if you had castlevania save on it was like oh you have good taste yeah 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 uh, yeah so it, it, it should be interesting um well and i think you know just looking at the games especially from uh sons of liberty forward Kojima has really been fascinated with the idea of of social networks and mm -hmm. and connectivity, like yeah. the idea of how of how everybody is kind of in one giant enclosed system, right? In a lot of ways, like he's he's toyed with that a little bit. Right. So if if he's really going to go heavy on this, like it's going to be it's I, I'm I'm interested for sure. Right. And he also talked about how it's an open world game because. He said when you make an open world game, you can't really go back because your brain just starts thinking that way. Right. Um, and so, you know, he's so, you know, he talked about that, and, you know, um, not too much else. You know, you, you, it was just it was cool hearing and like how he met Norman Reedus and and, you know, all these people in Hollywood and just how obsessed he is with with Hollywood. It's, a, you know, it's. A, I'm surprised he hasn't actually done a film. I I think he loves the interactivity too much. Oh, that's true. I, I don't think he could do something that you just sit down and watch. I mean, he's I mean, he's tried. You know, let's let's 
let's remember Metal Gear Solid 4. Right. But there's still the idea of interactivity. He still wants to have his audience actively involved, at least in parts of it. Yeah. So I, I think I think that that's I think that's why he hasn't gotten into film. I think he would love to. I have I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever. But I still think it's that that idea of of audience interaction right. that he that he loves just too much to to not do. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're gonna take a break. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast here on the N.FM, and we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And, uh, yeah, so let's, I, you know, we kind of have to talk about PewDiePie here a little bit. Right, Give right. me the, uh, give me the, the, the headline is that he's, he lost his, his partnership with Disney Makers Studio because of, yeah. because of content in some videos. Right, which I'm, I'm surprised it's taken them this long to realize that he's not really child friendly um, yeah a little, little bit little bit he, yeah he curses a lot you know he says a lot of just you know you know fucked up things not as much as he used to but um you know for being crude and whatnot but now it's more of you know recently the i've never really been a big fan of PewDiePie. I've always respected just how he got to where he was, you know, uh, and his story and stuff like that. Yeah. But his, his, his content wasn't really our demographic. It was a lot younger. Um, even though he's not for kids, but he kind of is his, you know, his videos, right. They're 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 for adolescents. Like these are, they're they're for 12 year olds. Exactly. Basically, which, you know, that's fine. That's your audience. Go for it. Right. Right. Um, but he's always been a, an interesting, you know, because of YouTube and how he is on top of YouTube to higher than anyone else. Um, and uh, he's always kind of tried to you know, push the limiters. You know, he, he's always definitely tried to push the limit with YouTube. And I guess he went too far this time. Um he, uh, you know, I, I I'm not. It, it's not really clear in this article who kind of started, uh, you know, investigating his videos. But apparently, they found within the last few months ten instances where he's referenced Hitler or Nazis or shown symbolism in his videos. Um, and you know, he, you know, he came out with a letter which I wish I had in front of me. Um, but part of it. You know, his stance, what he came out and said is that, you know, I was trying to show how crazy the modern world is, specifically with some services available online. Um, I picked something that seems so absurd to me um, that people on Fiverr would say anything for five dollars. And of course, he uh, paid them the five dollars to say death to all Jews in a sign. And of course, it's not going to go over well with Disney. Um they not only canceled or they, they you know, severed their relationship with him, but so did YouTube when it came to a lot of their services and their advertising. Wow. So I'm curious, uh, you know, he, the, the thing about him is he is so he's on top. So none of this is really gonna, I think, affect him terribly. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. Uh, 
you know, I, I think context context is super important here. I don't have all of it in front of me, um, but I, you know, I, I don't think he was out there right, it, trying to be. Yeah, um, he wasn't out there, you know, promoting white right. nationalism like that. But the result is, yeah, you know, the, <laughs> what happened, you know. So, and you know, maybe he'll take a minute and realize, oh definitely terrible idea which i guess he's already realized but um yeah no it's gonna be interesting to watch um you know see what what he does and yeah you know i i don't know i don't don't know what this is gonna mean for uh yeah i guess they canceled his show as well with youtube um he had a show called like scare scare pewdiepie yeah on the youtube red yeah. yeah, they were bringing it back for the second season. It is the most watched thing on their channel, so it's a pretty big deal yeah. them dropping it. Um, well, I mean, you know, I I understand the idea of like we of you know people pushing boundaries, and it's like how absurd are things. I understand that, and I right. on on the one hand, I don't fault him for that because there was there was genuinely no malicious intent. It well, in his other the other things he were he was doing when he was showing the Nazi stuff on YouTube was he was saying people are getting paid from YouTube to uh, to mark certain videos okay and certain videos not okay and that's why he was doing that show he was trying to show the the problems of the system that he's in right so it's it's not like he was out there purposely promoting it um, but unfortunately children were taking it the wrong way and they were looking at him as this alt-right, you know, person that they can look up to when it is couldn't be further from the truth. He was just trying to show, okay, what's the problem here? Why are, you know, why are videos like this? Okay. But other videos not. Yeah. The, the uh, idea, so. the idea of here's the problem with free speech. And then what happens is you find out what the problem of free speech is. Like right, exactly, <laughs> and it and it and it sucks because I I get I get his point because it yeah. was, but that's, you know, these that's are it. these are the consequences of of pushing right. the envelope. I mean, George right. Carlin famously was was the here are the seven dirty words you can't say on television, and right. so he wasn't on television for a long time. Exactly, like that's yeah. these you know to use a a a, a broader example, I guess. Yeah. But, and he's, you know, he's in a good place because just because he is on top, he doesn't need right. Disney. He doesn't need, he has his own audience and his own following. And I'm sure the people that follow him, I'm sure a lot of them know what he was doing, but it's just, it's a shame that that subsection took it and ran with it in such a terrible way. And, right. You know, and what he did wasn't, you know, it wasn't okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's, he, this is the consequences of it. And these are, I mean, you know, that's, this is kind of what happens and i it, it from what from what little bit i have seen he he hasn't come out and like thrown a big fit about it like you would no, expect no. some people would come out and say why well, do blah 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 he came out and explained why he did it and right. kind of seems like he's all right in a sense of just like and these are and this and so this is what happened right. like he, like he doesn't seem surprised right but you know um I, 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 I get the point. I, I do. I understand where he was going with this, and I applaud the idea of, of you know, come look at the flaws inherent in the system. But you know, this is what happens. 
Yeah. This is this is the this is the price you pay for for saying, "Hey, look how this can be screwed up." Mm-hmm. There somebody's going to smack you down in some way shape or form. Yeah. But we'll you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't think his you know, his his channel will be fine. His own right. YouTube channel like that's that's not going anywhere. Um somewhere down the road I imagine his his partnership with YouTube will will uh, will heal. I I don't think it really goes anywhere in the long term. I don't think his partnership with Disney ever. I, I think they're done. Right. I don't, I don't think they go near him again with a ten foot pole. Oh no no no, and he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, more of his more of his quote was I think it's important to say. <laughs> That I want to make one thing clear. I am in no way supporting any kind of hateful attitudes. I make videos for my audience. I think the content that I create as entertainment and not a place uh, for any serious political commentary. Uh, I know my audience understands that, and I know that's why they come to my channel. Uh, though this was not my intention, I understand that these jokes ultimately were offensive. As laughable as it is to believe that I might actually endorse these people. To anyone unsure of my uh, standpoint regarding hate-based groups, no, I don't support those people in any way. Um, and then, of course, what I said earlier. Uh, you know, So it's you – know, I think it was important that he came out and said that, and he wasn't – you know, he, he was totally out of character when he when he, when he wrote that so yeah. so there's you know that's it's uh, this is one of those things that this is one of those kind of things where the effects are going to take a while like what are the what what are the ripple effects from this right um and that's you know that's where we're gonna see and what is it because you know i mean freedom of speech is freedom of speech Mm-hmm. there's and that works both ways you can say things that some people are gonna like you can say things that some that a lot of people are not gonna like right um and if you're the the thing is the idea of people forget that companies have the right to say no we don't want to be affiliated with this oh for, yeah for absolutely any, for any reason you know and i mean this is you know, like every time a CEO gets fired because he hates on on any kind of group of people, and they're like, "But freedom right. of speech." Yeah, but well, you know, not to get political, but how many people dumped Trump after all the things he was saying? Right. You know, his daughter. Like, it, 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 companies have the right to do that. Right, they do, and and as and on the same token, people have a right to get upset about that. Oh, that's right. you know, that is how it works. Every side of this is how free speech works, and right. that's that's what. A lot of people can't understand when like, right. oh, they decided to walk away from this. Well, what happened to freedom of speech? Yeah, first of all, all that all the First Amendment does is say the government can't tell you you can't say these things. Right. That's right. it. Exactly. A business can say you can't say these things or we think that you are devaluing our company by saying these things. So we have to do what we believe is best for our business. That's right. that's you know that's capitalism, and when free speech and capitalism collide, it freaks people out because here are things that are supposed to work in this bizarre kind of tandem that never works out that way because that's not how those things work. Right. And it's I don't know. So this, but this is going to be interesting to to keep an eye on and see how does this reflect on other personalities or on other videos or on YouTube's policies. Like it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be curious going forward. Yeah. 
because you, you get into what is you know at, at some point what is what's the line between uh between a lack of sponsorship and censorship right and that's i don't i don't know this 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 is an interesting little test balloon and and maybe maybe it fizzles out because it wasn't because it wasn't intentional you know he didn't come out and and say yes i am a nazi blah 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 he came out he said look this is this was me pushing the boundaries of comedy because that's what that's what humorists do Right, and that's, that's why I think context is so important because exactly. he was trying to show these are ridiculous. This shouldn't be allowed. You know, you know, you what, 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 you know, what can I, you know, this this needs to be looked at here. How right. ridiculous do we have where we can pay someone to say hateful things? Um, and yeah, you know, so many people out there will do it for free. Yeah, exactly. Why would you pay for it? <laughs> that's it. That oh, is yeah. abs- that is absurd. It cost him five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I'm no, sure it costs him more with all this <laughs> yeah, yeah. advertising and everything. Uh-huh. But um No, no. I, I I absolutely agree that this that and that's just it. That's that's why I think if I think this is what makes it a little more complex, is that this is not just somebody unhinged going off the deep end. Right. This is an actual thought provoking, like, hey, this is why. And here's and I agree. I absolutely agree that context is the most important part of this. And that's that's why I think this is gonna be be tremendously interesting to keep an eye on. Right. For sure. But Yeah. Uh I mean it, I mean, let's not forget, you know, he to think he's hateful like that, it's crazy. I mean, how much money he's raised for charities over the years. Like he just did one that I think raised like a hundred or I'm sorry, one yeah, one point three million um for uh let's see what charity was it? Um for the red, non for profit organization red. Oh nice. That I believe has to do with HIV, correct? H- HIV AIDS, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, do a lot so with like, like they do a lot with Starbucks too. Like that right, kind of thing. Right. So I mean yeah, we'll we'll it'll be interesting. Hopefully he takes this and somehow spins it into something positive. Yes. Um, I and, uh, I agree. Yeah. So And I yeah, it's um Go ahead, go for it. Oh no, I was gonna say, was there any other video game news? I don't I didn't really see anything. I uh, saw that um you people who play Warcraft, uh you can now use your gold to uh, buy loot boxes in Overwatch. Real? Oh yeah, sure. Because it's a Blizzard product. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, you can use your gold for that and um, uh, something for the, the Heroes of the Storm game. So that's cool. So I know a lot of people have been, you know, just up to their ears in gold and, and Warcraft. Now you can use it to for your other games, which is cool. Oh great! That's what we need. The Warcraft community getting ridiculously op in overwatch right right yeah. <laughs> yeah well no i mean it's all it's all cosmetic so well sure yeah they've been yeah. now they have been really good about that i like that yeah yeah so and i mean their their costumes are just fantastic yeah yeah i just saw the chinese new year ones and they all look great <laughs> yeah there's uh, the design and that like it's it i've always said like it's not my it's it's not my kind of game but right. but to look at like I respect you know I respect that it's not like oh somebody could give so sucks like you guys enjoy it go for it, it Mazel tov. but the yeah. aesthetics are amazing like oh, I, yeah. I look at that and I'm just like damn that's that's high level design work well done 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that recently and uh Rocket League. Yeah, they got the is... either they're getting or they got uh Hot Wheels cars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's there yet. It's but, okay. Uh, my buddy that I've played um, <laughs> video games with since uh, Jedi Knight 2 uh, finally got a PlayStation. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, he actually listens to the show. <laughs> hey, Sean. Oh, but yeah, no. uh, he uh, just got a PlayStation, so he got all of the um, like all of the Naughty Dog games and beat them all nice. <laughs> the first week. Nice. Um, yeah, and um, so he loved those. Uh, he got uh, Rocket League because he loves Rocket League on his Xbox and, and PC, and been playing a lot of that and trying to get better. Um, there's a lot of fun modes in there. Have you played it where it's got like the rockets and the oh the uh yeah yeah the, like the I, I forget what they actually called. I, I was just called it power up mode. Yeah yeah it's it was a ton of fun. It's um, I, I mean look it's different. It's it it's kind of actually back to the the original game. Yeah yeah yeah. Because uh, that was great. Like when this came out, it was like from the people who made uh super what was it supersonic supersonic rocket powered battle cars. I was going to say, you're saying the girl from um, Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. But it was like, oh, I remember this. This was kind of fun. And they were like, yeah, they made car soccer. Right. Like, what? Yeah. And, you know, we got it for free on PlayStation, and it was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is just so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Noclip documentary on Rocket League? No, they've got one. Oh, yeah, they've done Rocket League, then they did the new Doom, and then they did um, Carmack, the uh, uh, the guy who created the original Doom for okay. the third month. So I don't cool. know what's going to be this month, but, man, they're knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I have to check these, that out. With these documentaries. Oh, yeah, especially the Rocket League one. It's it's super interesting hearing how they went from nothing, you know, uh, to, to, to where they are now. Because it's, it's such a ridiculously simple concept. Like yeah. there is nothing complicated about that game at all. Oh yeah, and it's and it's fascinating. Oh yeah, they talk about every time they thought about adding something, and they thought it takes away from the core gameplay. We don't want to do it, exactly. and then it makes sense now that they are adding little things. They're doing it where it fits in with the the rest of the game. Less is more. That's a lesson so many game yeah. companies can learn from. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Absolutely. No kidding. Uh, all right. Oh, we're gonna take one more break here. And you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. Uh, before we get into wrestling news, I want to throw this rumor out here. I saw this on, uh, it was on, uh, it was on Collider somewhere. And take this, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But with with everything going on with the Batman, like we had just talked about, there, uh, there are, there are reportedly there are rumors that after justice league affleck wants out mm. and i you know i again take this with you know like a bolder sized grain of salt here because i don't know but wait so after the batman or after justice League? after justice league so no no doing batman no doing the batman well that would be weird yeah it would but if and and I think if this proves even remotely true, even if there were discussions about this, you know, maybe he ultimately stays fine. But if it really did get to the point where where he's been seriously considering this, it kind of, I think, confirms our fears about how DC's been running their film universe. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's been the one shining example of everybody can agree on. Uh, right. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone agrees he's great as Batman, and yeah. his Batman was, you know, great. And Gal the, and and Gal Gadot, like they've been they've been good on her too. Right, right, right. But I don't, I yeah, like if this is even remotely true, this is bad. Yeah, like really bad. Yep. But uh, so yeah, so we had some wrestling stuff this week. Um, we got to talk. Uh, oh hey, she's awake. Um, we had, we had, we didn't get to it last week. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Very cool. This week, Teddy Long is going to be, was announced to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. No, that's cool. Which is awesome and overdue and, and God bless Teddy. Teddy was, that was when I came into wrestling was, was just after the first brand split and, you know, Steph ran SmackDown for a while and then you had Teddy Long. And Teddy Long, I, I loved Teddy Long. I did. I absolutely did. And See, that's why I, w- I didn't watch wrestling at this time. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was fun. Teddy came out and just had a good time. And, and you know, he got a little tag team match crazy. He did. But, <laughs> but I you know, I, I dug it. And, I mean, he was. What about Stephanie's awkward impression of him? Jeez. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as uh, when JBL tripped at Elimination Chamber. Did you oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. That's God bless. Oh, King Ross over at, at, at what culture must have just absolutely creamed his pants when that happened. Like, oh, yeah. like he would have, oh my God, he will play that. Like that will air at his funeral. His, did you see the WTF for? No, oh, I didn't yet. His entire WTF for Elimination Chamber. <laughs> he goes, I couldn't do one because of blah, blah, blah. So here's just four minutes of JBL. <laughs> <laughs> It's four minutes of like all different angles that he got from people who recorded it. Oh God bless you, King Ross. Oh, oh that's oh that's magnificent. That's perfect. That's absolutely fucking perfect. Yeah. It was great. Oh, oh thank you. So that's okay. Well, now I can go watch that later. Oh man. Oh, but uh, aside from that, uh, oh, and Rosa Mendez retired. She's been. She's been gone for a while. She was on a maternity leave, I think. Right. And I guess was just kind of like, you know what? Not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't read the statement or anything, but, uh, you know, hey, cool, fine, you know, rock yeah. on, more power to you. Um, She's not total divas anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, on a sad note, we lost, uh, we lost Chavo Guerrero Sr. Yeah. And that was a bummer because he was fun during during his wwe run i liked i liked the stuff they did with with him and chavo and eddie like it was it was good his tna stuff not quite so much oh but but he had and he had never saw it yeah he had he was one like he had a hell of a career a long time ago and just kind of hung around because he was such an institution right everywhere else and and so you know good for him and you know that's that was a bummer because he he yeah. was fun. He he was such a, a personality. I, I love the the little bit that that they did with him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, always a bummer. Always a bummer. Yeah. But uh, so to segue out of that into something slightly less depressing, we had Elimination Chamber this weekend. Yep. And look, man, here's the thing: the most of the card was eh. 
Like it was not most of those matches were not great. The oh, uh, I think the Cena match was great. The Cena match was good. Well, I mean the 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 main event was fantastic. Like, yeah. Let's every but like the first like hour of that pay per view. <laughs> like I was yeah. I was not really impressed. I liked I liked um, Natalia and Nikki. Yeah, that was good. Just I didn't. The ending. I hated the. I, I hated the ending, but but I liked yeah. the match. The the Naomi Alexa Bliss match was good. They had you know they had a couple rough yeah. spots, but I liked it overall. Uh, the Orton Luke Harper match had the unfortunate distinction of being kind of on this sort of middling card, where it was like everything yeah. was just kind of off, and that kind of carried over. In, an, in the atmosphere into this match, which sucked because it was a fantastic match. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Why did I say Cena? I meant I meant uh, you, Harper. Yeah. Jeez, he, I'm telling you what, that match made him. Right, that, right. Yeah. That cemented like, oh yeah, this guy can be a singles competitor. Yeah. No doubt. Oh yeah. No doubt. And there's, I'll tell you what, there's, if, if he had had this like a year ago, then I would say he could contend for for wrestlemania because we're gonna have to talk about that in a second um and then we had the actual elimination chamber match which was awesome i loved the little tweaks they did to redesign the chamber it was great Uh, oh yeah and the match itself was fantastic i really really loved the match and 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 new wwe champion yes thank you finally oh yeah finally Bray Wyatt gets the title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is something that's been three years overdue as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I'm glad he got it. Yeah. And and then we'll we'll get to the, the fun part of why that's interesting here in a minute and the disappointing part. But we've got to talk Raw real quick because two big things happened Monday night. The awesome part... And there were arguably two awesome parts, uh, depending on how sad you want to feel. Um, Bailey winning women's gold. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I agree with the people who are like, this was too early. It would have been an awesome mania moment, blah, blah, blah. I, I get that. I get that. I understand that. But damn, I was so happy. Like, yeah. I don't even care. Like, I loved it. And I was so glad to see it. And the match was awesome. That was a solid, solid main event. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the Festival of Friendship, which yeah. was beautifully absurd. That whole thing, like, that was the pinnacle. Like, I, you know. Oh, I it, want that painting. I, yeah, right? Like, that yeah. thing was just so ridiculous. It was amazing. And that was, yeah. you could see the crowd appreciated it. They were like, this is just ridiculous. We love it. And, and it had to end here. Because I don't think there was any higher they could go. I think this was the a, the pinnacle of of we can't get any more kind of ridiculous with this in all the good ways. Like, it's just going to go downhill from here. Yeah. And the delivery on it was so amazing at the very end. You know, just a new list. I love it because the old one was so getting beaten, worn out and everything. Why yeah. is my name on it? And then just tipped it up for the camera. You like, know what I loved? I loved Jericho 
you know, and it, it seemed like it was the realest we ever seen Jericho when he was actually talking about like, yeah, that... you know, this has been one of the best years of my career and I'm glad I got to spend it with you. Like you could see there was just, that was, you know, <laughs> shades of real right there. Yeah. That was, that was definitely just like, and, and, and be honest. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. And it's, and it's been a fun year for us to watch. Like storyline yeah. implications aside, like what it's done, you know, to make it look like Kevin can't win without Jericho, blah 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 blah. I have right. enjoyed the hell out of them. Look, those two and Mick Foley, I yeah. have loved the hell out of their segments. When Foley, when, when he did the thing where like he took off the jacket and you saw like his shirt and yeah. everything with the shark cage, I loved that segment. I don't care about anything that anybody screwed up. They work through it. And they worked around it, and they incorporated it, and it was it was hysterical, and I yeah. loved it. Those three together were fantastic, and you know, so to see, you know, it's we have come to the end of the road here for Chris and Kevin, and uh, and it's sad, but we knew it was going to happen at some point. It is sad, yeah, because that, that was such a good, you know. So now we're going to see them feud and go to WrestleMania, then, uh, you know. I don't know. I wonder who would win that. I wonder if they'd put. They gotta have Jericho winning it, right? I don't think so. I think you. I think this is where you you firmly establish Kevin Owens, and here's right. because here's what I think. We know that that Triple H now has has uh, at least one new lackey. You know, he's got Samoa well, Joe. Well, that's what I was reading. Is that <laughs> I I saw that. Triple H is creating a new stable in they, the uh, WWE. Yeah, they're thinking maybe he's going to try to build an, like an NXT army of sorts. I tell you, man, him, Joe, Rusev, and Charlotte like is in a stable together. That would be crazy. I uh, yeah, right. Or just bring Lana. Lana has decent in ring talent. Like, yeah, she is genuinely underutilized. Like not great, but like there's. She now is a hell of a lot better than than either of the Bellas were when they decided they were ready to actually get in there and work. Like, oh yeah, that's true. So bring you know do that. Well, and, she's been practicing. She's been in a lot of NXT matches recently. Yeah. Um, uh, at some of the live events. I'm I'm telling you, man. Like that, and that would because that's something people would want to see. Like because we, yeah. you know, we we've seen how good she can be, and you know it's not going to be pretty at first. It's not because nobody, you know, when they're kind of green, look at, you know, look at some of Nia Jack's early matches. They're, they're not, they're not pretty. They're not, no. but they get better. And that's yeah. look, hell, look, well, at, look at Braun. I was, oh, it's just about to say yeah. exactly the same thing. Now he, he is a legitimate, you know, he could have a title run. I he could see it easily now. They have, they have built him up legitimately and it's, it's been fantastic. And it's because yeah. they've kept him involved and they've said, look, here's a giant, you know, thing. And they've right. treated him like that. They haven't jobbed him out to like, oh, and the plucky underdog gets a win. No, he just, just absolutely destroys everything right. in front of him. Right, they try to do a little bit of that with Sami Zayn, but he just plowed through Sami Zayn. He's like, nope, no. <laughs> yeah, and it worked for both of them because it oh, showed it, it showed Sami had that fire and that determination, and that he wasn't going to yeah. stay down. And then it showed that Strowman just didn't give a damn; like he yeah. was just gonna just gonna eat whatever was put in front of him. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 
So that's I don't know. So the you know they're they're shaping up the card for fast lane with Reigns and Strowman. <laughs> and now the interesting thing is, what's going to happen with Goldberg and Owens? Is Jericho going to cost Owens the title, or is somebody going to cost? I I'm. I'm happy. That's what they're setting up. I mean, I think that's very clear that they're setting up that Jericho is not going to be there for Owens for his first big, you know, um, you know, he's he's going to go against. This is going to be his first time kind of alone, right? And he's going to lose it to Goldberg, easy. Yeah, and part of me, look, part of me wants to be excited for this because it's Goldberg, and then right. I look at at that means that Goldberg Lesnar at WrestleMania is for the Universal Title. Yep, and I don't care that Lesnar. I think earlier today officially announced his retirement from MMA. He's still just going to be a part-time WWE guy. And we have seen part-time champ Lesnar before. And right. it was I'm awful. not excited about that. At no, all. I'm not either. Um, I don't want either of them to hold the belt. I don't. So I'd rather I, Joe have it. I'd like, here's what I would like to happen. Let, we all know Brock's going to probably end up doing it. I would love the next Monday Shinsuke comes out and challenges him. And suddenly you have, Brock and, and, and him going at it uh, for a few months. Um, but, you know, give it to Joe. Give it to anyone else. You know, Kev, keep it with Kevin Owens. Um, I would I – I, I don't know. I just don't – I just don't want this match. I, that's, I'm, that's Seth come back and get it? Yeah. Like, I, you know. Finn. Finn. Finn would be good. <laughs> I just – you know, give me – I, I want to have a flashback to No Way Out from a handful of years ago when Goldberg came out and cost Lesnar the title to Eddie Guerrero. I want Le- I want it to be remembered so that right. Lesnar comes out and costs Goldberg against Owens. Right, right. I want that's what I want. That's what I want to see. Like, oh, I didn't forget when you screwed me out of my title. You know, right. I, that's what I want to see. And one more thing before we start to housekeeping cuz I have not seen SmackDown from the other night. Okay. But apparently the Royal Rumble means shit yeah. because Randy Orton has decided he's not going to face his master Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Yeah, he came out and said, as long as you're the master, I'm the serpent. Or he said servant or serpent. I'm sure he said serpent. I, it could have been but, either uh, way. Yeah, uh, I was kind of busy at the moment. But uh, yeah, he came out at the very end. You know, Bray beat AJ and um, and uh, Cena. Um it was crazy. Yeah, he pinned him, so he won. Um, and then, yeah, that's when, that's when uh, he came out and you know bowed. He like bowed in the ring. You know, got on one knee. It was like I am your. It was like totally, you know, Vader like. Yeah. Um, well, and look. said I give up. I I I will. I won't fight you. And so I guess it's come out that maybe it was on Talking Smack. That yeah. They're doing a rumble next week. Yeah, they're going to have a battle royal next week for a new number one contender. And look, this this placates everybody because I think yeah. this is good because they're, Wyatt could have a great match with pretty much anybody and, yeah. and because there's story with pretty much anybody. Uh, we know it's not going to be Cena. He and the Miz are doing a thing. It's not going to be Corbin or Ambrose because they're going to do a thing. My money's on Styles. Yeah, it's got to be AJ because, yeah. dude, I would love an AJ Styles versus Wyatt. Um Mania, Mania. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, um, to- totally over over Shane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless there's something... Oh, God. I don't even want to get into that right now because we are out yeah. of time. Thank God. Yeah. Because that's a whole nother... Uh. All right. Quick housekeeping. Uh, we are on Twitter at WeGeekPodcast 
Adam is at Adam Estep. I am at the Logan Witt. Uh, tweet us things. Uh, you know, give us feedback. We we yeah. would we would love to like take questions. You know, we would love to answer questions if anybody has them. Um, and we could do them on Twitter. We could do them on the air. Go for it. Um, rate us and review us on iTunes. Um, email us wegeekpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, don't forget to keep tuning in to the end dot fm where we live live adjacent every Wednesday night at nine. Um, I think I think that's everything. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, sounds good to me, Captain. Captain. Captain.